Get your failures out of the way. If you are running a small or medium-sized business, or if you're listening to this and you run a large business, you've got to get all your failures out of the way quickly so that you can move on to success. Tuning in to this week's episode of Dylan's Podcast. I am Dylan Gallagher, and this is my podcast where once a week I get to pick a topic that comes from conversations I've had with entrepreneurs or comments I am sharing out in the interwebs. And hopefully, that uh, the comments that I share or some of the things that I talk about are valuable to you, the entrepreneur, because being an entrepreneur is tough, it's lonely. Not a lot of places you can turn to get some good practical thoughts and maybe a little bit of wisdom, although there is a lot of information out there. It can be hard to find information that you can digest quickly, that is meaningful, and that you can take away and actually do something with. And so once a week, I try my best to take my real-life experiences with entrepreneurs and interacting with entrepreneurs and turn them into... Uh, this type of an episode so that it can be shared amongst other entrepreneurs that are trying to start, run, fix, fund, grow their business. So thank you for tuning in. I appreciate everyone that does listen. I always like giving a shout out to those that uh, send me emails and comments uh, after the episodes are published, which is uh, very gratifying. It's nice to see that someone's getting some benefit out of this. Uh, And if you are, I would encourage you to share it or like it or rate it or do something with this podcast inside of your podcast feed, because when you do that, it gets in front of other entrepreneurs and uh, there might be someone else out there that benefits from what's being shared on this episode. So let's get right into it. Get your failures out of the way. I often get asked, Dylan, how do you, first of all, how do you have so much to talk about? I think that's maybe just because I like listening to myself talk, uh, but but more than that, it's I do spend, uh, all jokes aside, I do spend a lot of time talking every day. I talk to staff, I talk to partners, um, I talk to other entrepreneurs and vendors and customers. So there's just a lot, just a lot of content that I come into um, that I come that I interact with every day, and so it's actually not that hard to find things to talk about. In this topic this week, you get your failures out of the way. Seems to be a theme that I've picked up on LinkedIn over the last week or two in some of the uh, posts that I follow, some of the hashtags that I follow, some of the uh, comments that I have posted. All seem to be around this idea idea of failure, and I guess I take it for granted that I've been such a failure. I've done so many things wrong. I could probably dedicate an entire season of podcast episodes to all of the mistakes that I've made, that I take it for granted that there are entrepreneurs running businesses right now that um, are either making their first mistakes or have yet to make any mistakes and are nervous about the mistakes they're going to make. Um, and so I, I, as I was reading, you know, comments over the last couple of weeks and just seeing how entrepreneurs are positioning failures, I thought I would put my little spin on it on my, on my podcast. And so that's what I'm doing. I take it for granted because I have failed so many times that failure to me is, uh, I mean, it's annoying and it's frustrating, but it's not, it doesn't have the same kind of negative pull on me that it, uh, it certainly once did. I mean, I am a, I'm an individual that thinks about everything, every little tiny detail, 
uh, I try to sweat. And, um, you know, certainly in the first decade of, of my experience as an entrepreneur, uh, failure was something I just simply didn't believe I would do. I thought I was invincible. I thought uh, I had everything figured out. I thought I had all the answers. And then wham, absolutely got smoked and began unraveling and having to work through um, a lot of mistakes and failures. And then in the last several years, I've spent time working directly with entrepreneurs that have made a whole bunch of mistakes and have failed big time and have worked with them to try and put something meaningful back together in their business. And so mistakes and failures are something I'm comfortable with. I don't, um, I don't look for, <laughs> for failures um, and mistakes each day, but kind of here's my, here's my, 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 here's Dylan's philosophy on failure. And I think of it like a math equation. And for those of you that know me, um, and you've seen me with my white shirts and my black pants, I'm very pragmatic. I'm black and white. That's just, maybe it's OCD. I don't know, but that's just how I, how I think. And so I do think in terms of, of, um, of math equations as well. And to me, if, if there was to be a math equation, it would go something like this. You, you need to fail 10 times or you need to make 10 mistakes before you can get a win or before you can do something right. And most entrepreneurs who, have, who don't adhere to this philosophy have either not failed enough times um, or haven't failed at all to understand the importance of what it is that I've just said. For entrepreneurs that have experienced a measure of success, they will be the first ones to tell you that there is some sort of formula. Maybe it's not 10 to 1, maybe it's not 100 to 1, but there certainly is a formula. There is a, a number of mistakes and failures that you must make as an entrepreneur before you get your wins and your successes. And so my philosophy has always been, first of all, if you're having problems in your business or if you're up against a very challenging situation that's got you all twisted and bent out of shape and sleepless nights and you're under stress and you're anxious, first of all, take those problems and just hit them head on. And what I've always found helpful is I've always been eager to see what sits on the other side of the failure or the mistake. And in fact, I was brought face to face with it today. Um, I had to deal with a situation where... um, uh, I was hoping I wouldn't have I wouldn't have to deal with it for at least another week, but it actually literally came face to face with me today, caught me off guard, and I ended up spending an hour and a half working through it. And of course, I'm I'm glad that it, that I was able to do that and, and get that out of the way. But I'm always eager to see what sits on the other side of the mistake because what I've learned in my experience is that first of all, nothing is ever truly as terrible as it, it as it might seem in your head. It's kind of like the boogeyman, you know. As a kid, you thought there was something in the closet or something under the bed, and then as you got older or wiser or had people show you that, you know, there's literally nothing under the bed, there's nothing in the closet. Whatever it is in your mind is always bigger, always worse than what it is in reality. Well, the same thing is true as an entrepreneur, whether it's avoiding a call from the government, whether it is avoiding calls from creditors, whether it is avoiding uh, calls from... Uh, or emails from angry customers, or trying to avoid, you know, someone on your team that you know you got to have a tough conversation with, but you really don't want to have the tough conversation. You know, human, I think human nature, the brain maybe, has a way to want to protect us. And so we we can procrastinate in hitting problems head on. But what I've discovered is if you hit those problems head on, there's usually something sitting on the other side, and it's never as bad as you thought it was going to be. Might be bad, might not be pleasant, but it certainly isn't as bad as you thought it was going to be. Now, 
Sometimes maybe it's worse. I don't know. But for me, I've always, I've learned that statistically speaking, if I hit problems head on, they usually never unfold the way I thought they were going to. And in fact, getting them out of the way by hitting them head on means I can quickly get on to the success or the win that I need. And so I've just adopted an attitude of being fully transparent, being an open book, because the sooner that you can deal with the issues that are in front of you, knowing that, again, I think of it like a math equation, the faster you can get through the issues, deal with the mistakes, uh, fail and fail fast, it means you're just that much closer to winning and to making, um, you know, an important, uh, getting an important victory uh, under your belt. And so if you're sitting, if you're listening to this right now, and you know for sure, I mean, you just know you've made some mistakes, um, you're about to make some failures, I would, I would strongly encourage you to reposition it in your mind, instead of thinking of it like, this is the failure that's going to doom me. This is the mistake that I'll never recover from. Neither of those things are true. Yeah, it sucks. You know, it sucks making a mistake. It sucks failing. But the faster you do it, the faster you're going to find yourself finally starting. If you take if you take the lessons learned through the failure and the mistake, then the faster you're going to find yourself succeeding. And so for me, as I was listening, or rather reading through the these comments in my LinkedIn feed in particular, I was just seeing this idea that some people think failure is, you know, not an option. Or, you know, do your best to not fail. And, and uh, if you try hard, you will succeed. And, and you know, those kinds of, of uh, ideas, which, which are fine if that works for you. Hey, you be you. But if you're going to run a successful business, you have to be prepared to accept a certain number of failures that are going to be disproportionate to the amount of victories you get. So it really does just become a math equation. If, you can, if, if there's 20 failures that you need to get out of the way before you get your success, then make those, make those mistakes quickly. Fail fast so you can quickly get on to your successes. And don't be, don't be reluctant um, to do it. I know that situations can be awkward, they can be uncomfortable, but, but from my experience, they're often not nearly as bad um, as you are making them out to be in your mind. And so get your failures out of the way so that you can uh, get to those moments of success faster. And I don't say this, I'm not being glib. Uh, I appreciate fully how stressful certain situations can be. I don't, I don't look to, for a moment, diminish the seriousness of certain failures and the impact it can have to your family. I've got five kids, an amazing wife. I am constantly thinking about what my de- how my decisions impact my family. So I do know that these things are serious. But what I'm trying to what I'm trying to get across is this idea that if you can get your failures out of the way, if you can make your mistakes, make them quickly, you will find yourself moving uh, faster along a, a path to success. And, su- and success is different for everybody. Uh, for me, success looks like not making the same mistake again. Uh, success looks like not making, you know, not failing the same way that I failed before. And uh, continuing to press ahead to what it is I'm, I'm trying, or to be pressing ahead towards the goal that it is I'm trying to hit. And so again, just think of it this way. I've got to fail 10 times before I, I get a victory, or I have to make 10 mistakes before I can get something right. So the faster that I do that, the better it's going to be. And where this really hits home, if you're not dealing with maybe uh, financial challenges, like the things that I tend to be involved with, uh, even on a sales level, it kind of works the same way. You know, if you've never, you know, if you're trying to run a business, trying to grow your sales, working with your sales team, customers, et cetera, you just, there's just a certain number of calls and emails and follow-up calls and meetings that you have to have 
before you can figure out what your hook is or before you can figure out what your pitch is. And it's kind of the same mentality. You know, you might need to get up to bat uh, 10 times with a prospect before you really have figured out how to get through that first objection that they have. So then you can get on to the next one. And so it's the same, the same ideas at play, which is you're not going to have everything figured out because you're not perfect. And so if you just acknowledge that as a fact, um, certainly I do, I'm probably the least perfect person I know, then what that means is you should be willing and eager to quickly get up to bat as many times as you can, make the failures, make the mistakes, because every time you get one of those under your belt, you know you're closer to getting to where it is you want to be. So maybe this episode landed in the ears of someone that needed to hear that today, that uh, failure is inevitable. It doesn't need to have a negative connotation with it. Of course, it sucks to fail. It sucks to make a mistake, but if you can reposition it in your mind and say, okay, that's one more mistake out of the way. That's one more failure out of the way. I know I'm now one step closer to the success that I'm looking for or to the goal that I'm trying to reach. I think that's really going to help you uh, maybe wrestle with some of the things that you've been avoiding uh, or procrastinating in doing. So thanks for tuning in this week. This was something that uh, it was just a theme I'd seen over the last week or two and uh, thought it merited maybe a couple minutes uh, to chat about. So hopefully you got some value out of this. If you did, please rate or like or share this podcast because just maybe it might land in the ears of someone else that needed to hear what was said today. So thanks for tuning in and I sure hope that you download the next episode as well.